Welcome to the Harnessing Happiness podcast. Upbeat vibes generated and transferred to you. Now here's your host, Sarah J. Naylor. Hello and welcome to Harnessing Happiness with myself, Sarah J. Naylor. Thank you so much for stopping by and listening to my show. As you may know by now, so I've started to add this at the front, it's sponsored by myself. <laughs> so I am a coach, a speaker, podcast host, writer, author, etc. So if you're interested in any of those or talking to me further, go to sarahjnaylor.com. You've not had five minutes of somebody trying to flog you something. Anyway, I just want to get on to my guest because I have got the fabulous Joe Swan with me today, who I am going to now hand over to, because as you know, sh- my guests introduce themselves far better than I do. So without further ado, over to you, Joe. Please do introduce yourself to my fabulous listeners. Hello, hello. And can I just say, I absolutely adore that you sponsor yourself. Like, that is just absolute genius. So, oh my God, it just, it makes me so happy because, well, what I'm about, so I'm Jo and I run a company called Chocolate PR and we're all about celebrating female entrepreneurs and what they bring to the party, what they bring to the world, like what skills they've got, what mission they've got, and we help them celebrate this predominantly through the media. But what I love about what you just did is you've just set the tone perfectly by celebrating you from the start. You're just like, this is me. This is what I do. You need me in your life. Like, oh my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's only been a recent aha moment. I have recorded over 100 and released over 100 episodes and and I haven't had a sponsor because I have to say, quite often I get onto these podcasts and I've listened to them myself and I go... Oh my gosh, when are you going to start the show? I like I like my show to be really nice and clean. Do tell us more about what you do because I, to the listener, I've recently met Joe through a through a network of fabulous female entrepreneurs and kick-ass business women. Let's say that and they are they're really awesome. Absolutely. So these are my favorite kind of people and these are my my new people, I guess. So I've been in business for a long time. So I've had chocolate PR for over 17 years, um which, you know, is a, f- a fair while. Scary. Yeah, scary to think. Um, but I used to work very traditionally in the real world, if for want of a better description, like with corporates, with, you know, um, with physical bricks and mortar type businesses in quite a traditional agency type way, um, for raising their profile, you know, promoting their CSR values, um, thinking about all the ways that they can celebrate what they do in business in a way that connects a bit more with their audience. And big businesses really need to think hard about actually how to be human, you know, how to actually get across the fact that they are, they're driven by this relationship that they want with their customers and their clients. So as with anything, you know, it grows a bit stale, doesn't it? You get a bit bored and you think this isn't where I want to be for life. This isn't where I want to end up, you know, after such a long time of doing that kind of work, I just needed something else. I needed something a bit different. There were lots of kind of, as with any big change, you know, in your life, the were there were key things that made me jump and leap and do it not all good oh what happened what happened have you got anything you can share with us <laughs> do you know it's one of those things I'm now thinking what can I say um it's one of those things when you work with big businesses that you get entwined in all the politics and all the crap don't you and I just got to a point where because I was working with really high profile organizations and at a high level they were almost sort of they were kind of bringing me in as if I was employed with by them as I know I was in board meetings I was with all the management I was at that level but I was a consultant but they were treating me as if 
they well they treated me as if they treat their staff which was not great um and it was one of those where I'm like why why am I putting myself through this why am I going home stressed all the time because you're not doing what I'm telling you to do and you're not trusting you know what you're paying me to tell you you're just not actioning it and you're not delivering on it properly and I just found myself really frustrated and really cross a lot of the time and I'm not a cross kind of person (laughs) which is not a good way to live (laughs) no I don't like being angry like that is not my my natural persona but I found myself really like pent up all the time like oh my god why are you not doing this properly like oh Jesus what are you doing and I just found I was really frustrated and I was like no listen this is not the way to go and it was at the time where there was there was a bit of a rise of sort of female entrepreneurship so we're going back like about five years when it was just starting to be something that was a bit more mainstream and you know these networking groups were popping up which were just for for women who were starting out in business people that were leaving corporates and I got involved in one of these groups because a lady asked me to go and speak about the power of PR and I thought well this is different like this isn't kind of not the normal types of people that I speak to but I got so excited about spreading the power of PR to this audience of people who were doing incredible incredible things but had no idea how to get it out there to the world had absolutely no idea that they were even PRable that there was any hope in hell that they could get in the press like they just didn't even think that that was a thing that was possible And I suddenly started to get really excited. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, I started to get really giddy and really excited to think, oh my God, like, you are the people that are actually making a difference here. You are the people that have put your, you know, your your balls on the line effectively. Like, you've quit corporate. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? They've decided that you're going to follow your passion and your purpose and you are creating a business that is going to help other people actually have a better life one way or another. Yet your your message is getting so lost and it's not hitting anybody. It's not, you know, you're not being brave enough to make it reach the people that you need to reach. So I completely fell in love with this group of women who I was speaking to at this networking event and decided, right, that's actually what I want to do with my skills. That's where I want to use my knowledge from 20 years. I've been in the media industry, you know, because before I had my PR agency, I worked as a journalist. I've worked in marketing companies. Um, so I've got all of that background as well. And I was like, I want to use this in a way that actually empowers people now and makes people realise that there is a power of PR that's accessible to everybody if you just know how to play the game. That's my new world. So this is why we're connected because now, you know, our entire focus as a business is to support other female entrepreneurs to to be seen, to, to be brave, to share this message and to use the power of the media to do it. So... Yes, super exciting. Exactly, what I get to that's do. why we've that's why we've connected. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, because it is like you were just saying though about not sort of no. And this the irony of it is because over the years, I mean, I I went into self employment in two thousand and nine, so I kind of broke that mold a little bit before that. But didn't I set up my limited company on the recruitment side in two thousand and fourteen, having qualified as a coach in two thousand and twelve? But I subsequently had lots of opportunities on TV and radio, local radio, TV. Now, uh, now I know how many opportunities I also missed to get my message out there because, you know, you're sort of invited and I'm, you know, I am who I am. I'm like, yeah, I'm here. Woo-hoo-hoo. No thought to promote myself. As I told you, I'm a little bit late to the table. <laughs> but now, you know, now I'm becoming more aware, which is obviously why we, we, I mean, we're talking because Joe is actually helping me with my PR. I've just written her a whole dialogue of war, war and peace. <laughs> 
hate media, but bless her, she, yeah, I think I don't need any more. No, there's plenty. <laughs> yeah, she was like, do you need more information? No, 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 I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, please, Sarah, that's enough. <laughs> well, I've, I work by the maximum. If you can do it in 10, well, you can find 100 words instead. They'll be fine. <laughs> you miss those opportunities and if you don't know where they are you don't know how to make those connections and it is about building them up which is what I'm hoping that you're going to be able to help me with in the longer term yeah and also whilst you know all of the incredible things that you know and you know you've got knowledge in so many different areas you know all the different ways that you can help people and obviously you've got elements of your story that you're happy to share you won't present those in the same way that I will present them from the outside looking in. So I can take all of that, mould it, give it back to you and present you in a way that you would never present yourself. Because as much as you are a super confident person and someone that is more than happy to share and to inspire people and motivate people with their story and their knowledge, you will still look at yourself very differently to how I look at you and I can celebrate you in a way that you cannot celebrate yourself. So I'm super excited to be able to do that and to, to yeah, to like mirror back to you, like this is how amazing you are. Yeah, and I think, do you know what? It's, it, and I, I'm, I'm excited about it. And sort of for the listeners, I mean, for those of you who aren't self-employed or aren't, so, well, self-employed, got your own businesses or in any way, shape or form, and you may be employed. The, the thing is, with self-employment, you know, you are just doing it for yourself. You've not, I mean, I have, for, well, gosh, what are we talking about now since 2009? You have to be completely self-motivated. You have to have, you know, you have to sort of just keep on going, keep on believing that self-belief and pushing yourself forward. There's nobody else there to do it. I mean, and I'm aware of the things that I've done and I've achieved, and I maybe don't even celebrate them enough. In fact, as, as we are recording this episode today, it is actually a year since I launched Harnessing Happiness. Hurrah! <laughs> it's just amazing. And I've just been doing my bit on social media about that, but it's just like, oh my God, a year, a year of guest episodes and happy clappy episodes. Yeah, over 30,500 downloads globally in 129 countries I've counted. And it's just absolutely amazing. Yeah, but you know what? How often do you really, really sort of celebrate that? And it's, you know, I think, is it a British thing that we're, we're not so much out there? But you are right. You know, when you can reflect it back to somebody, it's it's very, very empowering. And that's the beauty of coaching full stop. But from a PR perspective, to actually then be able to promote that because then you can help. But when you've got somebody third partying it, it feels more comfortable because you're not then the person that's going, oh, yes, well, I can help you with this because I'm jolly good, you know. <laughs> So how did you get into it then? Uh, yeah, I wanted to be a journalist. Um, so that's how that's how I got into PR because I wanted to be a journalist, realised, and I live up north, so realised that if I wanted to be a journalist, really had to go live in London, which I didn't want to do at the time. And there's just not very many opportunities up here. So I was like, right, what can I do? I'm kind of like a journalist. And I did do journalism for a certain amount of years, but you can only get so far without them moving down, you know, to the big smoke. So I've been a magazine editor, I've worked in regional newspapers, worked in radio, all of that. But if I was going to make any decent money, let's be honest, and have an actual living, um, then I'd needed to do something else so you know the marketing side enables you to t- sort of match the two things together because you know you're using the journalism experience and actually I write a lot of articles on behalf of our clients so effectively you know I'm taking that role of the journalist and feeding the journalist a ready-made piece as if it's written by them which is when you have the best success so I am still I do still get to play at being a journalist but yeah it just means that you've got 
other elements as well that are involved um, from a sort of a, bro- a broader marketing perspective as well, which is really, it keeps it varied as well. I get bored very easily. So it really keeps me kind of on my toes in terms of a nice, diverse way of working. Yeah, I'm a bit like that as well. I, I love the variety. So, you know, obviously I can be recording a podcast one minute, writing some, uh, writing my blog or some copy for social media the next minute or doing some coaching sessions or Right. I've just written an article for um, as a networking marketing magazine. So I thought that might be useful because it's all to do with motivational goal setting for the new year or something like that. And I thought, oh, do you know what? And I wasn't going to. Then I thought, oh, maybe I will. And oh, maybe with what I'm doing with, with Joe, that, maybe, oh, that could be good for sort of magazine articles and things like that and start to build some stock stuff. So, you know, I love doing that. And, and because I still got my recruitment business, I might be doing some recruitment in the other hand. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, as you are aware, I am working towards it, sort of the focus, well, really being TV, media, radio. I just love being live. And that's why, you know, as I say, that's why we're talking, because that's what Joe's great at. And and I think that that, that, that is, the, you know, as you say, working with entrepreneurs, as you do, and businesswomen. We've all got, well, certainly the, the women that we were with, because Joe and I were at an event in London together two or three weeks ago now. The power of those women is just amazing, all got so much talent and knowledge yeah and it's quite amazing actually when you look at it all of this talent that has exited the corporate world which is why the corporate world's missing a lot of lot of very very capable people because you know you you you've got you've got control over your own destiny when you're doing your own stuff and you're not beholden like you were saying about feeling like you're sort of you know not a very valued member of staff yeah I think you just get past the point in life where that's okay don't you you get past the point of being like no I'm not actually prepared for someone to speak to me like that or I'm not prepared to be made to feel like that just just no <laughs> you take control no, of exactly. your own we all have choices yeah exactly you take control of your own happiness a bit more don't you I think as you get a bit older yes absolutely and the thing is once you realize and this is what I love working with as well is you know is helping people recognize that in the same way that you will do that through the PR perspective you know from the coaching perspective that's what you do it's about sort of helping people recognize that celebrate that move forward with it and make that difference because you know that's you you mentioned the words purpose and potential and when you connect in when you tap into that and you expand it and you really you know connect with what makes you tick although you know whatever it is you know whatever it makes floats your boat if it makes you happy embrace it push it forward celebrate it and then get in touch with Joe. <laughs> and then I can, can help, help you, you yeah it. I can help you celebrate it even more yay <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> But I mean, I, re- I remember listening to something that you recorded. I think it might have even been as far back as a year ago when I was um, before we properly spoke. And uh, you were talking about really stepping out yourself into sort of having your photo. And that sounded like an interesting story. So. Oh, do you know? <laughs> well, I suppose because, right, because I when I started this business, I started it, like I said, as a a bricks and mortar business within it you know it was an agency in an actual proper office and I went out and I did real life networking with you know men in grey suits and all of that and like it was that was that was like my world if you didn't have to be I mean online wasn't even really a thing and I know that makes me sound so old but it just wasn't it just wasn't a part of business like we had a token gesture Facebook page and that was about it we didn't really do anything with it and it's only been in the last four years, really, that I've really embraced the online world because as I tried to, you know, connect to more female entrepreneurs, it appears this is where they all are. So, you know, the online the online space is where you've got to be, where you've got to hang out. 
but oh my god did I feel uncomfortable when I first got here like I just was not ready for it I'd never used zoom in my life I didn't know where to look on the screen I didn't know how to make it work like I didn't understand anything about it um I did not do lives I did not do selfies I was like literally wanting to just go and hide and like stick my head up my jumper so all of that terrified me like all of that stuff really scared me when I first came and because I came in at quite a high level so I'd been introduced in through some friends who knew Nick so Nick Pigeon like hello one of the first people in the online space that I met Daniel Canty boss babe right so I'm introduced to all these people who see me as an expert who asked me to guest expert in their masterminds in their programs you know because they've never really come across PR person before they were like oh this is interesting and I was like oh my god right okay and I, I can't even tell you how many like when I was recording some of these um mastermind sessions for them like training sessions how many times I did retakes because I was like oh I look like an idiot oh I'm not doesn't I don't sound right and my background's not right you know when you just faff like in the early days when you just faff and I spent so much time wasted so much time faffing around thinking oh I'm not I'm not gonna look the part and I didn't have any branding pictures like you know I just I just wasn't ready I threw myself in I threw myself in and I thought I've got this opportunity, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to throw it away. So I did show up, but not in the way that I felt like I should have been, you know, more professionally showing up, I suppose. And I thought that I had to look a certain way. Progress over perfection. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So much procrastination, so much, oh, I don't look like that person or I'm not, you know, I'm not that like, I'm not massively, I am confident, but I'm not a massive like, oh, look at me, like, you know. I'm not a selfie person. I'm not that kind of person. So I found it all quite uncomfortable. Not like me then. <laughs> no, I'd struggle with some of your photo shoots. <laughs> but do you know what? I soon realised that you've got to play the game and you've just got to do what you need to do. So I went on a retreat actually um, to Santorini, which was amazing. Only a few months after I'd had my second child so I wasn't feeling very confident you know I was like oh god how am I going to get in these outfits that I've got for this brand shoot I nearly cancelled it so many times and then we came to the brand shoot and I was like I'm not this person I don't know how to be this person like this strutty person you know doing all these poses and I was like I don't know how to do it and I had a drink I had to actually have a drink to get me through the photo shoot because (laughs) I just couldn't do it And then I had a drink and then I relaxed a bit. And then I sort of started to realise that, you know what, it's not about standing and doing your pouty pout if that's not who you are. It's about just being a bit more free with who you are. And as soon as I started to relax and like show the fun side of me rather than like trying to think I've got to be this like straight, you know, super polished person everything was so much easier and you know I sort of then then sort of settled into that and over the years I've had to do quite a lot of work on imposter syndrome quite a lot of work on self-worth and self-sabotage and I've done all of that you know I've dug myself in many a hole from all of that um but I have come out the other side and I've just released a book recently it's called Celebrating You and it's a vibe that is it's a vibe that I'm really connected to. So I've brought this whole playfulness to it. It's very fun. It's it's a bit silly in places. It's very playful and joyful. And do you know what? This book took me 
I don't know, three years to write because I actually signed up to write it three years ago, wrote about two chapters and left it for about two more years <laughs> because it didn't feel like it was me. It just didn't feel like I knew what I was saying. It didn't feel like I, it was, it just felt pointless. You've got to be in flow with stuff like that, haven't you? You've got to really, I mean, when you when you start to write, it's got to flow. If it doesn't flow, walk away from yeah, it. And that's exactly what I did. I left it and I was like, this book is pack crap. Like it's got no representation of me as a person. I don't know why I'm writing it. Like, oh my god so I just ripped it up and started again and then it was only at the start of this year that I really lent into this idea of let's just go with like if this, if this is who you are if you're golden sparkling you're like a few pom-poms just bloody well go with that don't think that you've got to be someone else that's what the whole book of the book is it's a party vibe it's a celebration it's like it's really playful and fun and it's trying to take the seriousness away from you know, sometimes the stress of being visible and putting ourselves out there and some of the fear that goes with that. And I think I've just realised that people, you know, people that we love to work with are people that like to have a bit of fun and people that actually, you know, don't want to take themselves too seriously. And so then you've got to connect with your people, haven't you? And it's just been lovely to be able to do that and to finally get it and go, oh God, right, I don't have to like pretend anymore. (laughs) I don't have to pretend I'm cool anymore. (laughs) Exactly, but it is, it's so important to be you and whatever you look like, that is it. That's the person that you connect with. I mean, yes, even if you want to make shifts and you want to make changes and you want to overcome imposter syndrome or get your confidence up, that's great, that's fine. But do it for you, not do it because that's what you feel that somebody else thinks you should be doing. It's about, you know, connecting with really you know, how you how you feel whatever it is you want to wear however you want to as long as it's not hurting somebody deliberately to you know what I mean you're not stomping on somebody or anything like that but if it genuinely gives you joy even if somebody in the family goes oh what are you wearing those shoes for that's their stuff not yours if you make you feel happy it's not about pleasing them it's about pleasing you and yeah pom-poms tinsels whatever let's or even latex um you know whatever makes you happy <laughs> Exactly. It's about celebrating life and really being you. And, and you're absolutely right. People buy into you for being you. And if people, if you, if you've got this, I think this sort of stilted, held back sort of persona, it takes a lot longer to for people to break through. Unless you're sort of then attracting in people like that into your world, because you know people who are sort of held back and reserved might not want to work with somebody like myself or like you and they might feel more comfortable working with somebody that doesn't really sort of uh, you know is a bit gray suited or something like that but that's great that you you you've slotted into that and it's you you're feeling it and you're breathing it because i mean that's why you know when you know people say oh you oh yeah joe swan oh joe swan oh, i need to speak to joe swan <laughs> And we just, if we just sort of hit it off, we just, yay! No, but it is, you're buying into that energy, aren't you? It's that person and you connect that on that basis, which is, yeah. And you feel confident because of that. And if people, you can, if you can talk easily and if the conversation flows and you're just supporting of each other, and again, it comes back to that being coaching, it is about that sort of support, that celebration, that sort of encouragement being yourself and taking it forward yeah so that sounds so exciting though yeah brilliant I was talking to a new client this morning and she was saying that she was she was nervous about stepping out into the media um and that she knows that she's got something to say but she was she was scared to do it and I was saying to her well do you know what what you get when you work with us is you get a cheerleader and a champion and someone that puts their arm around you and she was like that's what I need because you know when you're stepping into the unknown it is 
frightening. And when people have these big images of what working with the media is like and talking to journalists, you know, that it can feel a bit frightening and a bit scary, something completely out of your comfort zone. So it was so lovely to sort of hear her say, I know that, you know, I know that you are this person who sort of embraces other women in this world and is there to help lift them up. And it means a lot to, you know, to play that part. And that's exactly what you do as well. You know, your role is there to actually really show people what's possible and to to help them get the best out of their life. And I think it's just, we're just lucky, aren't we, to be able to do this sort of work, you know? Absolutely. And the thing is, it, it's, it's, about, it's, um, it's about serving, isn't it? I mean, the thing is, you've got something that you can help other people with. I mean, for me, having Having gone through, I mean, like at, at 39, leaving my ex-husband at the end of a 20-year relationship, which I latterly discovered he was a narcissist and all these sort of traits. So I wasn't, I wasn't living the life I lived now then because I didn't know another life existed. You know, I, I used to be walking home from work and thinking, I can really understand how people just vanish and disappear. Penny didn't drop. No idea. And yet the fact that I was crying and I was just so upset and just, you know, didn't have a network of my own friends or anything like that. And when I did leave, I had to start literally from scratch. So, you know, I've been through that. I've I've created this whole network of friends that I value to this day. But, you know, I didn't learn the lesson the first time around. I ended up back in another one, another sort of relationship with somebody that was like really jealous and, you know, made me stop having conversations with male friends. Otherwise, he'd leave. And I'm not going, you're not going to do this. But I'd stand my ground. I was never a victim. But I used all my strength to sort of battle through. And you just think... Why? But now I've, I've been through all that. It's something that I can help other people through. And I don't, you know, I can sort of like crush that time because I've been through it all. You know, you can recognise it. You see those traits. Yeah, I'm reading a book at the moment. It's really fun. It was, it was somebody that I was introduced to on a network and I've done a podcast with Liz as well. She's, she's written this book and there's a character in the book is um, controlling. And, you know, I look at reading all this and go, sounds like my ex-partner. I didn't like it. I knew nothing about it at the time. But I say, because, I mean, that's all in the past, but I've learned from it all. And that's where the power of sharing those stories through the power of PR, that then people realise they're not alone. What they're going through isn't normal. Therefore, you know, by reaching out, by, by having another choice, knowing that there are choices that you can get out of things like that. And seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, seeing other people come out the other side. So again, I was talking to another client this morning and she was saying that she'd she'd written this post about a part of her story that she was sharing. And she's had a really mixed reaction, which was really interesting. So a lot of her kind of close friends had said to her, why are you sharing all this? Like, why are you wearing, you know, your dirty laundry? Why are you talking about your trauma? Like, what's in the past is in the past. You should just leave it there. And she'd been quite attacked by some people that were actually quite close to her. And she'd felt quite vulnerable about that and really started to question if it was the right thing to do. And then literally a couple of minutes later, she had a message from somebody who she didn't know, who follows her on social media, but who has been sort of just, you know, in the background, who sent her a message saying, thank you so much for sharing that post because, it it resonated so much and it's really made me think about what action I'm going to take and she was like boom right that is who that post was for it's not for you guys who don't like to be uncomfortable because I'm sharing my story it's for this person who was stuck and who needed to hear it yeah no absolutely and that's the power of it isn't it and that's the power of those stories and, and sharing them and letting people know what you've gone through because Otherwise, people don't know. I mean, I, I say for me, I, had, I hadn't got a clue that my life wasn't normal. I didn't even know what a coffee shop was before when I left 17 years ago. You know, I hadn't been out for six years from my, my son being born, you know, apart from children's 
parties and play areas, I hadn't I hadn't got Scooby Doo. I really didn't. And the only people we socialised with we socialised within couples. But so you know, I, I emphasise I wasn't a victim. We did stuff, but I didn't understand that what was living wasn't normal. <laughs> and you know, and that, that's that, that's okay. Yeah, as I was to say, once I'd left and realised, I was just like, oh my god, I've been like a sponge, 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 sponge. And you say now, sharing those stories and having that experience, like you've you know you've just alluded to, is just that. That's just so powerful and we can liberate and empower so many people through sharing the stories through through PR because it's the PR that gets you into, like you've said, the into the press, into the media to act as an expert, to share your story. Because, I mean, all these magazines, I mean, how many magazines are there out there, Joe? Good grief, they all need content. <laughs> do you know what they do? And their teams are shrinking every single day. So they actually need you more than you realise in terms of, you know, the pressure on them to cover all of those pages on a regular basis or all the online content that they've got to churn out you know there's less and less people doing that work these days so it's it's a brilliant opportunity oh god yeah their teams have got so so squashed so it's a brilliant opportunity for people to be more proactive to submit content to to make those first steps of actually introducing themselves to media and they actually are grateful you know we think oh these scary journalists like are going to be really mean to us and some of them are, but <laughs> on the whole, they actually are quite grateful. Sure. So, what what's caused that? Then I'm curious myself. Why why is the um, why are their, their teams shrinking? over the years? The, all of the media have got a lot more um, sort of corporate, if you like, much more commercially focused. So they've got more people on the ads teams and less people on the journalistic side. So you know, the journalism is like the the editorial free speech bit isn't it and that's that doesn't really pay <laughs> so you know they, they they employ more people to to generate the revenue and don't think it through in terms of well actually people read it because of the content it's a bit messed up to be honest i mean those big glossy magazines i have to say i mean i, I won't part with any cash for them because you 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 get to about 50 pages in and it's still it's been adverts adverts after adverts after adverts and, you, and, and we're talking things like vogue and what have you going really are there any articles in here or am I just buying the adverts no I'm not I'm not colluding with that <laughs> yeah so you know the, like the magazines the general sort of you know the sort of the, what do they call get uh, the, goss- the gossipy magazines and things like that are they the ones that tend the women's mags like the weeklies and stuff the women's mags there's, there's, there's things like somebody referenced it on the radio this morning I think it was or on, another morning you know like gosh what are they I can't even I don't buy them so I don't know what they're called um take a break and stuff like no the take a break and stuff like that is, but they have a lot of sort of a lot more articles in them don't they so you've got lots of sort of life stories and Absolutely. things like that they are driven by real life stories so there's opportunities constantly in publications like that for real life stories and people can be a bit funny about being in those types of titles because you know it's not what they dream to be in is it you know, they don't, don't dream to be in chat magazine or take a break they dream to be in you know the guardian or forbes but actually do you know what being able to share your story in its entirety is super powerful like to then have that for life to be able to share it in loads of different ways to for it to be a route that people get to know and like and trust you it doesn't really matter what the publication is because you've got that kind of content for life afterwards do you know what I mean it's it's a platform where you can share as a way of engaging and connecting with people so and we all love flicking through those in the hairdressers as well so do you know what I mean let's not pretend that we don't read them <laughs> yes that's true <laughs> yes 
That's very, very true. Oh, which one should we read? Should we read Vogue or should we read Take a Break? Oh, what's that story in there? My dad was an alien that was abducted. Yes. <laughs> So I just think you've got to take the opportunities that are there. Yeah. And so you're really enjoying all the stuff that you do now, aren't you? I mean, you've really sort of stepped into that and you've, you've embraced photo shoots now and you look at the camera as well. Yes. <laughs> so this is a thing, right? So now I've decided to be playful with it. Um, and the first pictures that I had, this might be what you were talking about before, like which wasn't even a branding shoot, but I thought it was a branding shoot where someone came to my office with a camera and took some pictures of me. And uh, I wouldn't even be in the pictures by myself. So I brought clients in to be a part of that photo shoot because I couldn't bear to be the centre of attention, to be the person that was was it was focused on and I cringe looking through every single picture from that from that photo shoot whereas people are like oh you look lovely oh it's a really nice picture and I was like oh my god look at my eyes like I can just see in my eyes that I did not want to be there and that I wasn't comfortable and then more recently I've been out to LA with Nick prancing around Hollywood like you know doing a really silly fun photo shoot like in the Hollywood Hills and it's just playful and it's just me messing about and it feels so much more right yeah so it takes a while doesn't it to get to that point but yeah no absolutely and that's like the photo shoot I've just had down in Brighton with um, Suzanne it's it's, it's the fourth photo shoot I've done with her and it's just about it's, it's creating images and expressions it's not as she says to me about branding it's not about smiling at the camera because actually if you're delivering bad news you don't want somebody smiling at the camera at you it's about that animation it's about just just being yourself and the photographer catch, capturing images that you can then use. Oh, fabulous, aren't they? Yeah, really thrilled, really thrilled with them. So, uh, yeah, it's, it goes all together and it's pulling all of that together, isn't it? And then you, you can now use yours to promote what you do, which is brilliant it's it's exciting isn't it it's an exciting it's an exciting world and it's it's, it's in empowering other people to they do best i think we're probably both on that with what we do in different ways it's that that supporting and celebrating we've got to encourage people to lead from the front haven't we and so there we therefore we have got to do that and i think that's what i realized in the end i was like right so, you know, I can't tell people to go out there and be themselves and to, you know, to, to, to showcase their characters and to, to stand proud of, of their message if I'm hiding and I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah, so I think it brings that little bit of confidence to see people, you know, when they've seen me prancing around in Hollywood, that actually I have stepped into owning my expertise now and owning what I'm bringing to the table. And that encourages and helps other people to do the same, I think. So, yeah, we've got to leave from the front. <laughs> yeah, but what's so great is that you've demonstrated that you, you you stepped into that. So suddenly you found yourself in that world. And yes, you, okay, you might have had that imposter syndrome and you've worked through that and wanting another, but you did it. You still stepped into it. And it is about embracing that. Because I mean, I was thinking about what you're saying about Zoom. Well, I only really learned about Zoom during lockdown. But previously, I'd been doing the Periscope stuff when that was out a few years ago. And it was just like the first lives before Facebook lives and before other things. And, you know, just playing around with that. Oh, I don't know what what rubbish I was talking to the camera. I think my, my son was probably quite embarrassed. But do you know what? I mean, I'll jump out in the middle when we're running, mid running and do a live. And I just... It's just about yeah. You see, you are naturally more yeah. You're naturally more um, tuned into that stuff. I think, whereas I've really had to make myself 
comfortable with it. It's yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, well, it's it's best to follow a natural flow, but then there are things that we need to do within business that sometimes you don't really want to do, as you say, if you, because of what you're doing, you make yourself PRable. And but then there's stuff that I've got to do within mine that it's all part of life's rich tapestry that's the journey we're all going on and what we're doing and where we go it's not actually it's not about the destination at all as much as it would be lovely to have a you know a a double spread page in vogue I don't know I'm not sure that (laughs) they're ready for me yet but (laughs) but it's just it's about the experiences along the way isn't it it's about doing what you enjoy doing and embracing the day embracing the present moment and just sort of celebrating that so uh, yeah so how do people if people are wanting to uh, embrace their PR side and get that get their message out there Joe, how do they get in touch with you well if they're into podcasts they might as well check out mine as well so mine is called PR Powerhouse I've kind of created that so that the first few episodes are very much a step-by-step introduction into PR so if you start at the beginning and you know nothing by I'd say at least 10 episodes in you you understand how to to do PR and you'd be able to have a crack at it so that's definitely a great place to start or I'm on Instagram as Joe Chuck PR and we have a free Facebook group called PR You Can Do It where you know everyone's welcome to come and just learn from from hanging out with us in there and and getting a bit of a vibe of you know what it's all about so yeah more than welcome to come and join us awesome I think I must do myself I must do myself where did the chocolate PR come from oh well do you know what actually if I think back I would th- I've always been quite creative and it was one of those things where I was, I guess I was rebelling a little bit. So when I set up Chocolate PR, I left a bigger marketing agency um, and it was quite a corporate kind of marketing agency and we'd had to do PR for engineering firms and solicitors and people like this that I just found really dull. Um, and so I was like, right, well, if I'm going to do my own thing, I want to I want to attract the kind of people that I want to attract who are a bit more creative, who are prepared to do some of the ideas that, you know, other people have said no to. Um, and so the idea of chocolate was because it was a bit playful and because it was it was a bit creative and also because it's really hard to get remembered by journalists if you're calling up journalists which we used to do a lot more of back in the day than we do now but you used to have to pitch on the phone all the time and they don't remember you so if you say I'm phoning from chocolate PR they do remember you especially when you send them little chocolate gifts and you know you sort of bribe them along the way slightly so there's a lot of power in being called that yes Aha! And there I was thinking that you'd got a penchant for a bar of dark chocolate. Well, my <laughs> office is also full of chocolate. The kids love it um, because we send people chocolate treats all the time. So, so there is that bonus too. <laughs> Let's finish on the moment of chocolate before we suddenly end up in a in a quality street tin or something. <laughs> oh, brilliant! Thank you so much, Joe. It's been an absolute pleasure, and thank you all for listening. So, if you've enjoyed this episode, please do. Uh, obviously rate review comment do whatever it is download share do whatever it is but uh, thank you so much for listening and if you want to get in touch with me as i said at the beginning it's sarahjnaylor.com and you can find me on linkedin and most places social media i'll pop up so signing out and until next time um lots of love from me have a great rest of the day week month year whatever it is until the next time you download there's one over this two every week actually there's not one every week there's two every week so take care all the best from me and from joe take care bye thanks for listening to the harnessing happiness podcast with sarah j naylor if you took value from the content please follow the show on your podcast app and to find out more about sarah's ape mindset visit sarahjnaylor.com that's sarahjnaylor.com